0: Hello sinners, welcome back to another episode of 21st Century with yours truly, moi. (sighs) This episode, I gotta put some trigger warnings out there. This episode talks about sexual assault, rape, Greek life, depression, PTSD, trauma, harassment, some, um, anxiety, you know, some really just not, (laughs) not good topics. Um, so if, you know, any of those are sensitive or, or triggering for any of y'all, please either don't listen this week or listen at your own discretion, proceed with caution kind of thing. Um, but this week is gonna be a doozy. This episode is. I, <laughs> if I make it through this episode without crying or getting choked up, I uh, am gonna celebrate. I don't know how, but maybe I'll just pat myself on the back and call it a day. But, please, 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 please use your best judgment when you're listening. If, you know, the trigger warnings already put out there, you're like, nope, not for me. I love you. I'll see you next week that is totally fine. My goal is never to trigger someone or, you know, I also am so mindful of what I say during each episode. And if I think there's anything potentially triggering, I really try to, you know, be on top of extending trigger warnings in the beginning. I'm not always the best at that. I'm human, but you know, things like this are pretty obvious. Um, so I don't even know where, like, to start, um, and I'm, like, going back and forth in my mind of, like, oh my god, should I do this? Should I share this? I gotta turn my fan on, y'all. I'm gonna be a sweaty bitch if I don't. In this episode, I am going to be sharing... my sexual assaults that occurred my sophomore year of college i haven't really talked about this much i know that i've posted like on instagram very vaguely about it and i just haven't really talked about it that much also if you guys hear like weird water sounds in the background i'm doing laundry Ignore that. I feel like every episode I put a disclaimer of some kind of noise in the background, but whatever. I, unfortunately, this incident was not my first go around with sexual assault and or rape. Uh, Maybe I'll talk about (laughs) the other times at a later date, at another point. But for the sake of organization, this is going to be just on, you know, I'm just going to be talking about what happened my sophomore year of college. I also, I don't, I don't want pity. Um, I don't want, you know, to seem like I'm sharing this story now. This was November of 2018. It's March of 2022. So what is that like? 19, 20, like three ish, almost three and a half years later for like attention or, you know, for content purposes, because that's, that's just fucked up. <laughs> I'll get into why I'm sharing it in a second. Like why I'm choosing now to, you know, talk about this, but my hope even though I wish, you know, this wasn't even a possibility because I I don't want people to be able to relate to me and, you know, be able to find potential solace in this episode and comfort. But sadly, there's a lot of victims and, and survivors of sexual assault to any degree out there. And I know that, you know, listen to my show that I know personally and whether you've shared your story or not is not is not the point. that That's your truth to do with as you please. But I, you know, even if it's just one person that finds comfort in, in me sharing this or is like, hey, good for fucking her. Like I don't feel safe or comfortable or I'm not ready to share mine. but like, I don't want this to come across like I'm trying to make myself a martyr or something. But maybe me sharing my story can kind of, I don't know, like be a voice for other people who've gone through this or similar that, you know, aren't ready or for whatever reason don't want to share their story. I don't know. I just hope this does something positive. I also hopes, I also hope this elicits, creates, catalyzes, whatever. Hang on. Define elicits. Yeah, elicits a response from the college that I went to and some accountability and, you know, actions finally taken. But for background, (laughs) I have not shared the college that I went to on any episode yet, but we're doing it this week. Um, I haven't wanted to for legal and liability purposes. (laughs) But, bucket that band-aid's coming off. Uh, You know, it would be really fucking easy to find out what university I went to, I feel like. So, fuck it, we ball. (laughs) Um, I also, real quick, I cope with humor. So, if at any point I giggle like I just did or I make a joke or a remark that comes across as, you know, like, flippant or, you know, comical that's just how I cope with humor and I'm going to be really mindful of that this episode because you know what to me I'm like oh yeah I know like this is a really fucked up topic and sensitive but like I cope with humor someone might you know find take like strong offense to so I'm I'm going to be really mindful of not doing that this episode but just a heads up like I I cope with humor even though I know like the topics that I use humor to cope with Are really heavy and fucked up but okay here we go let's fucking do it I went to Appalachian State University in Boone North Carolina I was there August of 2017 through December of 2019 I was there two and a half years I finished my first semester junior year and then I dropped out I left I have no desire to ever go back to App State. Um, that's a different story. My college dropout story is a, is a, is a different whole, whole other point in and of itself. But Appalachian State University. And I'm naming them because I, I'm i not going to lie. I want to put some pressure on on the university. And I just want some fucking accountability to be taken by these fraternities and by the university and by IFC and PHC. And for those who don't know what those stand for, PHC is Panhellenic Council. So that's um, sororities and IFC is Interfraternity Council or I've heard it Interfraternal Council, you know, whatever the fuck. NPHC is National Panhellenic um, council. I don't know why I just blanked on the C, but that is the historically Black and you know Hispanic, Latino, Latina organizations. Sorry if I um, like butchered that, and if you know there's a demographic that I that I missed. But um, I want to make very clear that throughout this episode, I am talking about PHC and IFC, which are your historically white sororities and fraternities. In PHC quite frankly I don't know enough about their behind the scenes or what goes on behind closed doors kind of thing to really have a leg to stand on so I want to make it very clear that I want them left out of this but what the fuck was that noise literally where is this coming from oh I wonder if it's Facebook oh it definitely is whatever fuck you and I don't maybe I worded that wrong. I don't say that to like, oh yeah, they're an exception. Like they don't do anything wrong because I mean, they might, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're, you know, completely innocent and perfect, but I did not see any of, you know, the going ons with NPHC to know. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm not talking about NPHC. If there's issues with them, there's issues with them. You know, I don't, know what they would be so for the purposes of i am just i don't fucking know i'm not going to speak on them i'm not going to speak for them so with that being said (laughs) okay let's talk about why i'm bringing this up now and why three and a half ish november december january february fuck it almost three and a half years later i'm bringing this up and doing an episode on it Is because recently, so I'm assuming y'all know what March Madness is with, you know, basketball teams and how people make brackets for, you know, each round of March Madness. I'm not really a basketball person, so if I butchered that, forgive me. But in an account, so, you know, Barstool has, like, chicks, fifth year Barstool, there's, like, Old Row, like, is one of them. So App State, Instagrams, we have, like, Barstool nears, Old Row nears. App State Chicks. Um, so, App State Chicks, A P P S T A T E C H I C K S, on Instagram, hosted a fraternity equivalent of March Madness called Frat Madness. And, you know, each, you know what, I'm actually, I want to pull these posts up because each round they would do um, like, they would have different fraternities on each bracket. So you could vote on between each round who you thought was the better fraternity, whatever the fuck, I, I don't fucking know. So like the first round, wait, it was like Ka Kappa Sig, you voted on who you thought was best. Pike or Sig New, you voted on who was best. Fiji SAE, you voted on who you thought was best. And then like the next round, Ka DTD, you voted on who was best. Like it was just, it was one of those. Um And so ultimately, it came down to Sigma Nu and Phi Sig. Sigma Nu won by four votes. I don't really know what the prize was for frat madness other than, I don't know, like bragging rights or whatever. Like, I really, (laughs) I don't know. But that is what fired me up. And I'm going to pull up the messages because... There was, they posted it on their story and they did like a poll. So when it was K.A. and Kappa Sig, they did a poll, K.A. Kappa Sig, and, and you voted. And, you know, that's how they narrowed down the brackets to the next round, so on and so forth. But I messaged the App State Chicks on March 8th at 4.47 p.m. They had like, um, it would have been, I don't, I don't even know. Maybe Pike and Sig I think might have been, whatever the fuck. But I messaged them. I said, I was sexually assaulted by a Sigma Nu, LOL, and people didn't believe me, November of 2018. And then this past Sunday, so this would have been, what, March 20th, they posted, it was voting between Sigma Nu and Phi Sig. And I said, peep my previous message, LMAO. They never read it. They never saw it. Um, I don't really know what their, you know, direct message settings are and, you you know, if maybe it went to their requests or whatever, they just chose not to open it. I can't speak for what their settings are, but you know, whatever their fucking settings are, they never opened. Saw, so responded to my message, and I, they posted a story or they posted a post when Sigma Nu won. This was Wednesday, the twenty <clears> third. <throat> I put it on my Instagram story. Pissed. <laughs> I pissed. And I commented on their post. They said, Sigma Nu, two-time App State Chicks Frat Madness winner, this time only by four votes. I said, yikes, LOL, wish you had read my DMs. I was sexually assaulted by a brother, and not only was I not believed, I was basically threatened by the other brothers to stop telling people about it, stop glorifying frats. And I put it on my story. I said, I DM'd this account previously that a Sigma Nu brother sexually assaulted me, This is absolutely disgusting to see fraternities glorified when predators, rapists, abusers, etc. exist within them, stop praising them, and start holding them accountable. Sadly, Sig at App State is not the only frat with members who have committed heinous acts and crimes, but of course they faced zero consequences. And I screenshotted the DMs that I sent them, and on a next story, I said, Things like this are so invalidating and disrespectful to survivors to see frats put on basically a pedestal knowing the awful acts they've committed and most likely were never held responsible for. I was slut-shamed and blamed by people I considered friends at the time and now they won this bs frat madness. Good god can we please hold the, the shitty ass brads and chads accountable for once instead of acting like they're the shit. Why the fuck would any victim speak up when frats are so protected and glorified? Let's stop hyping them up and start holding them accountable. I still have nightmares for my assault three and a half almost four years later. Of course, I never responded to it, (laughs) Um, even though I tagged them in it. I am not trying to, like, throw shade at this account and be like, yeah, fuck you guys, blah, 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 you don't care, because that's an assumption that I feel like is really unfair to make, so I'm not going to make any. All I'm saying is they never saw it, they never responded, they never acknowledged my comment on their post. Like I said, I don't I don't know what their settings are for direct messages, but yeah they <laughs> they never responded. Um, but I think if any fraternity other than Sigma Nu had one, I don't think that I'd be as triggered. But since I was sexually assaulted by I like can't bring myself to say the word rape because like I don't know, I just I, I can't bring myself to say it because I don't I don't think I was and I and the the worst part is I was actually texting Rachel, my best friend last night, you know, from when I'm recording this about it and I'm going to read the texts that I sent her because I just feel like this is going to do a better justice. Um My, just for background, the first time that I can recall being sexually assaulted or coerced or, you know, anything was when I was 15 years old. So (laughs) this shit stems, stems back. What did I say? I said, and I don't even trust my fucking mind and memories anymore, dude. All the trauma and gaslighting and drugs and alcohol. I don't even fucking trust myself to remember shit right That's the worst part is I can't even fully trust myself to know what's real and what's not and shit. And, you know, I was hesitant on on reading that and sharing that because (sighs) there are some really shitty people out there that are going to be like, Ha 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 ha! I'm going to use this against you! You don't fucking remember right! Drunk slut! Whatever. But, you know, it is really hard, like, just from all the trauma and shit that I've been through in my life and, like, everything... It's really hard to recall things correctly and I, it's, (laughs) all of these things are like different, like for different stories, but I'm really working on staying like Sigma Nu, App State, blah, blah, blah. But I was sexually assaulted by a Sigma Nu brother at Appalachian State, November of 2018. I don't think I should give explicit details. I, I just, part of me doesn't see the point in it, but another part of me thinks that maybe if I, if I say it out loud and I walk myself through what happened out loud, it'll be helpful. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the latter and I can always take this shit out if I want to, but oh my God, I'm really going to talk about this. (laughs) I was 19 years old. I was about two months from being 20, but at the time I was 19, I was a sophomore. I think this guy, what should we call him? What should we call him? John. I don't fucking know. Like John Doe, whatever. We'll call him John. John, I am almost positive, was a year older than me. Um, I think he was a junior. I don't think he was a senior at the time. Whatever, you know, minor details but we had a function our big little mixer at a bar called galileo's and boone and i think galileo's is shut down and if that's actually true rip i fucking loved galileo's i was very drunk (laughs) i was hammered if you know me you know that my sophomore year of college was a wild fucking ride. I had a drinking problem. I had a cocaine addiction. Um, I was like taking down multiple bodies every fucking weekend and no I don't mean murder, I mean sex. <laughs> Please for legal reasons know what I mean. But my sophomore year, I was definitely, you know, a wild child. I was a party girl. you know, I was I was a hoe. I was you know, I was all the fucking things. And people knew that. And I think that reputation really contributed to me not being believed. But we'll get there. Um, I don't really even remember how, you know, me and John started, like, I don't know if we made, like, eye contact or flirting. Like, I don't fucking remember what led up to it. But at Galileo's, we started making out. And there is actually a video... Of that, I don't know, there's multiple, but I have at least one that my little took of me making out with this guy. Oh my god, this is like. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, this is hard. This is. This is hard. This is fucking hard. But. (sighs) Motherfucker. (sighs) So we were making out at this mixer. And I, we got each other's number. He lived in an apartment in Boone. And I, you know, after the mixer, I went over to his apartment to have sex. <laughs> um, if that wasn't, you know, already implied. And I, I think a big thing with with my assault is I think I've honestly gaslit myself (laughs) since it happened because I did go over there consensually and then, you know, in the middle of us having sex it took a very unconsensual turn and I'll and I'll get to that. But, you know, I think that was something that I really internally struggled with and I think honestly, I still do because it's like, well, I went over there, you know, like I consented to going over there, sound, mind, body, you know, whatever. I went over there, you know, to have sex, consented, green light, all the things. And then, you know, in in the middle of it, it, (sighs) he, um, I like, don't want to give details. I don't want to get too graphic because it's almost like what's the point of it but I feel like I need to but then also I don't but for you know the purpose of this episode I was over at his apartment his roommates were like in the living room and you know there were some girls there I think yeah there was at least two girls and then you know we went in John's room we were making out foreplay the whole thing um we started having sex. He really wanted... God, I don't even know, like, if I should fucking say this. Whatever. He really wanted to do anal. I did not. I did not. I just, you know, didn't want a dick in my ass that particular night. Um, he was... I was on my stomach... He was hitting it from the back um, and he took it upon himself to just shove his dick in my ass. Um, If any of you guys have ever had an accidental slip in the bum hole or you've ever intentionally done anal with, you know, not enough lube, you know that that shit hurts. That shit hurts really bad. Um, So he did that. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I screamed because it, it really fucking hurt. Um, he didn't stop. He um, just, you know, kept, kept going. Dick in the ass, the whole thing. I was crying because I was in so much fucking pain. He held me down because I, you know, was trying to get him off me and quite literally out of me. Um, that, that didn't happen. I went into, honestly, I don't want anyone to come for me and say that this is dramatic, but truly I went into survival mode. Um, I think as human beings, I mean, it's literally Darwinism, (laughs) um, like our survival mode, our fight, flight, freeze, fawn, whatever responses are so ingrained from, you know, ancestors, all the things but i just i just took it because i realized that crying and yelling and trying to fight him off wasn't wasn't working and i kind of flipped a switch in my mind where i was like you know what like i i should just i should just take it he finished i got dressed i left i left his apartment and went back to my dorm where i was living and <laughs> it honestly hurt to walk i remember getting back to my room and i went to the bathroom and there was a lot of blood <laughs> from my anus there was a lot of blood there was some some scarring Um. there was, there was a lot of blood. I was wearing like panty liners and switching between those and literal like maxi pads because I was just, you know, continuously bleeding. There was a lot of, you know, trauma to my asshole from that. And it, you know, I did end up telling some people that I considered to be friends at that point about it because they were friends with John. <laughs> um, I was told, well, we know him and he's just not like that. Or, well, he's never been like that towards me. Or, you know, I'm friends with him, he's just not like that. I caught wind that they, that some people were calling me a slut and um, well, you were really drunk at the function, and you know we saw you making out with him. So, you probably just don't remember right. I was also told, well, you'd already said yes, and I think that one was what really fucked with me the most mentally, because you know I did consent to to going over to his apartment and you know to having sex with him. So it was it was kind of like a like a gray area of was this assault was this not i had some sigma new brothers approach me on campus to tell me that i needed to stop telling people and that i needed to stop spreading lies because they know john and they know their brother and he would never do something like that and you know it is fucked up and it's horrible of a person that i've been which is pretty bad I've been a pretty fucking awful person before I would never lie about something like that I just I don't have a reason to quite frankly it doesn't benefit me in any way shape or form I'm not that desperate for attention I'm not that evil to ruin someone's reputation slash life Um, I have no reasoning and no motive to lie about something like that. And, you know, I've, I've gone back and forth for a few years now, ever since it's happened. And I was like, man, like, were those people right? Was I just too drunk? Like, do I not remember correctly? Am I just overreacting? Am I, you know, just being dramatic? Am I not remembering things right? And that's a really brutal thing to feel. To feel like you can't even trust your own mind and your own memories. But I remember this overwhelming fear. And back to Darwinism, if you look at it, like, giraffes and birds and shit over, like, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, billions, whatever of years evolved into what we have today. And humans evolved in like a couple hundred years, which, you know, if you look at the Darwinism evolution timeline really isn't that long. Um, so, you know, the traits that our ancestors had, the survival skills and reflex and, you know, fight, flight, freezer, fawn, like all those things, like those are still very much ingrained in us. And so those reflexes are almost like primal in a way. And like, I just, remember being so afraid. So like I said, I, I just, I just went with it. I just let it happen because I thought that that was the best option in that moment. So that is, um, that is my story. (laughs) Just a quick little, um, blurb, I guess for you guys. Um, but back to the reason why I'm bringing this up at all is because of this whole frat madness bullshit that AppSateChicks Chicks Instagram did. It's like I like I said I think if Sigma Nu hadn't won I don't think I'd be as like triggered or you know worked up as I am but I unfortunately know many sorority and non-sorority women that were raped and assaulted by fraternity men and I literally I do not want to hear the oh but not all frat brothers rape (laughs) I'm aware trust me I'm fucking aware but the fact that there is an environment where these scenarios exist and thrive in is sickening and that's that's the fucking problem it's like I don't really give a shit if Brad or Chad is an upstanding citizen. Like, I really don't give a fuck. It's the fact that Kyle and Ryan are, you know, fucking not. Those are just random names that just came off the dome. Quick disclaimer. But App State, Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina, I'm talking... I'm talking to you real quick. I would love to know what you guys actually have in place to... Protect victims of sexual assault and rape, because to my understanding, there's fucking nothing, and I don't want anyone to like take my word as fact. But it's just it's very mind boggling to me. The amount of victims that I know personally, or you know that I know through the grapevine, or the people I know know whatever the fuck, and they're rapist never faced any consequences and is honestly really fucking sad because everyone knows everyone knows what happens in greek life the rapes the drugs the drugging the fighting you know the underage drinking just everything it's a very toxic fucking environment but it's just you know accepted and overlooked and swept under the rug and it's fucking sickening because when you go to college in theory you're 18 years old you're a child i'm 23 years old and i still think i'm a kid but at 18 years old you're a fucking child and you're just thrown more or less to the wolves and it's like what fucking protection are you offered other than none like let's see i am going to pull up these statistics greek life rape statistics let's see let's see this was posted november 11th of 2021 By LA Times, women in sororities are 74% more likely to be raped than other college women. I'm going to find it, but I saw a statistic somewhere that fraternity men are three times more likely to commit an act of sexual assault or rape than their non-Greek collegiate peers. And that's just overlooked water under the bridge, like I'm confused. More than 50% of gang rapes are perpetuated by fraternities. I, (laughs) it's the fact, and I actually, before I was planning this episode, back before I moved to Nashville, was doing some research on this. And a lot of the things that I saw of, you know, like, why does this environment exist? Like, why is it that Fraternity men are such, like, more likely to be predators. I mean, look at the environment that they're in. You have a bunch of girls that I'm not saying they're asking for it. It's their fault. That's not what I'm fucking saying. But you have a bunch of girls that are hammered on drugs, wasted. They're partying. You know, they're probably fucked up to some degree to a predator Those are easy targets and they're fucking everywhere. It's like a golden corral of targets and victims for them. It is never the victim's fault. No one fucking come to me. I swear to God. But it's like to a, like I said, to a predator, you just see all these drunk girls and it's like, oh my God, the world's my oyster. There's so many fish in the sea. And it's also like this toxic masculinity is just thriving in this fraternity Greek environment because it's like oh well we provided the house you know the music the party potentially the alcohol the PJ like to the girls coming it's like you you owe me something it's like I feel like fraternity men like feel entitled to some kind of compensation and the compensation is typically sexual in nature in their minds and it's like Appalachian State University, I want to know what the fuck are you going to do to protect victims? Because until some shit... Like, it just... It makes me so fucking sick that no accountability is, you know, taken by these fraternities. No consequences. You know, and it's like, so many victims just don't fucking come forward. Because App State chicks, low-key, high-key, fuck you. You're going to do a frat madness when I know at least... Majority of the fraternities I know, at least one person who has raped a, a female at App. Wh- what are you What are you doing about that? Where's Where's the priority? Where's the energy? Where's you know all the fucking things? Where's the condemnation? Like I'm so tired of. Oh well, you know what happens at frat parties. Hair, hair, ha, boys, whooping boys. Why are they not held accountable? Why is it on the women? And the girls, like, these are literally 18-year-old people, like, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, like, whatever the fuck, however old you are in college. Why is it on us to not get raped? Don't drink too much. Cover your drinks. Never leave your drink unattended. Don't dress like a slut. Don't go to the parties. Why not just, I don't know, like, don't rape people. Why is, like, that not a thing? Um, App State, you have dropped the ball. On, I don't even think they I don't even think you know where the fucking ball is at this point Um, to protect victims, um, to number one, prevent this. Unfortunately, I will be the first to say you can only do so much to prevent and, you know, to control what goes on off campus, at these parties, at these frat houses. you know, I'll give you that. But it's almost like there's just nothing in fucking place for these victims. And that's why a lot of them just don't speak up or come forward because like, why the fuck would they when frat madness exists and they're just like, oh my god, ha <laughs> ha, who's the best fraternity? I just, I would love to see some accountability. I would love to see some consequences. Greek life is toxic. And it's, like, why is it not being called out more? Because every, everyone knows. Everyone fucking knows. And it's not just at App State. It's literally a national issue why is more not being fucking done why are these guys just like getting off with it and like swept under the rug and you know this that and the fucking third and another thing is you know from the sorority perspective is you know being in a sorority comes with social obligations and it's like certain sororities are known to associate with certain fraternities It's just how it fucking goes and it's like you don't want to damage or compromise or hurt, break, whatever the fuck that, you know, association. So you just sweep a lot more shit under the fucking rug and it's like, oh, well, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. There's, there's whatever it is, there seems to always be a fucking excuse for fraternities. And there always seems to be a blame on the victims That's fucking disgusting to me. App State, what are you going to do about this? Now that, you know, attention has been brought and I'm directly fucking calling you guys out, what what are you going to do? What are you going to implement? What are you going to do differently? Because I'm so tired of seeing these men get away. Not even men. They're fucking boys. They're little bitch boys with this fucking complex. I walked in on someone they had she was fucked up like she was literally borderline unconscious just thrown on the bed like a fucking rag doll her skirt and her underwear were pulled down like full vajay just out and he was undoing his pants do you want to know what happened to that guy like you want to know what happened nothing 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 fucking happened but it's fine it's fine boys will be boys that's just what happens right victims and survivors need to be fucking protected in this whole frat madness bullshit like fuck you guys like the accountability is non-existent the consequences non-existent what can possibly be put in place to protect victims like why is more not being done why is this like why are more people not talking about this Like, I understand it, app, like, Greek life is a little different than it is, you know, like, SEC, ACC schools, like, whatever the fuck, but still, like, people are getting raped and violated, but that's just what happens, right? And you should have known better. You should have drank less. You should have left sooner. You shouldn't have worn what you did. You were asking for it. You should have known better not oh no an animal of a human fucking being violated you in the most intimate way fucking possible it's your fault it's your fault in case you were wondering you drank too much you look too much like a slut you should you should have just known better why the fuck would anyone ever come forward with what happened to them when like that's the energy we're met with of it was our fault are you fucking kidding me like are you joking i just want to see these fraternities be fucking held accountable and i just i want i want consequences i i just want an environment to exist that's not dangerous that's not violating (laughs) fuck greek life first of all Appalachian state you need to do better because it's it's absolutely fucking disgusting. The shit that I saw, the shit that I heard, even off the topic of sexual assault. Let's talk about the drugging. I was roofied at a fraternity. And no, it was not Sigma Nu. It was at a Theta Chi party. I was roofied at a fucking Theta Chi party. Let's talk about the hazing. Let's talk about the Theta Chi brothers my freshman year that I saw got branded with cigarettes. The brothers literally branded the Greek letters for Theta Chi, on their arms. Like, (laughs) let's talk about the fucking teeks that left a pledge at the scene of a car wreck. Let's talk about the teeks that have raped people. I know of at least two girls that were in my specific organization, my sorority, that were raped by teeks. I know of at least one girl that was assaulted and raped by a Delta Tau Delta. What's being done about it? because these survivors just have to fucking live with it and these bullshit shitty ass brads and chads just get away with it and like are on to the fucking next and that's okay to you guys to Abstate? to everyone else why is it that every single woman whether it's himself and or another woman why does every single woman know another woman with a sexual assault story whether it's or harassment whether it's being catcalled on the street to full on fucking rape. But men don't seem to know men who commit these acts. Is that interesting to anybody else? So fuck you, Sigma New, fuck you, Appalachian State, fuck you, IFC, and fuck you, PHC. And fuck you to the people who didn't believe me and that called me a slut. I've had to fucking live with this trauma since I was 19, but it's my fault. I drank too much. I should have known better. I, you know, if maybe if I hadn't been so promiscuous, I bled out of my ass for almost a week. I'm not saying that to be fucking funny. Like he was so fucking rough with it and violent that (laughs) I had literal anal scarring, but nothing was done about it. It was just swept under the fucking rug like everything else. I've said what I needed to say. Thank you for everyone who's listened to this point. You're a move, App State. What are you going to do? What are you going to implement? What are you going to change? And I'm I'm not stopping at App. This is a national issue. We'll, we'll get there. But Appalachian State University in Boone, North Carolina, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> fucking something because i'm sick of this i'm sick of seeing people just live with the fucking guilt and trauma and the ptsd and these guys just are beep up beep boop boop onto the fucking next your fucking move i look forward to hearing from you guys because this is disgusting and to any survivors it was not your fault most importantly it was not your fault you were not asking for it you did not deserve it you were taken advantage of and you were violated and sure, we could go back and forth all day about what you could have done to prevent it. You could have not been there. You could have drank. Let's blah, blah, blah. Let's fucking stop. That's not the point here. Accountability does not need to be placed on you. Responsibility does not need to be placed on you. It needs to be placed on these fraternities, and it's just fucking not. So, like I said, your move, App State, Sigma Nu, fuck you guys. All the other fraternities, fuck you guys. You're toxic. Ew, I should send you my fucking therapy bills. I will see you guys next week. This is not over. I am not dropping this. So, bring it on.